Welcome to Dumb Love. I'm Sally Brooks. And I'm Jen O'Neill Smith. And this is a podcast about all of the dumb things that people will do for love. So welcome to episode 125. We didn't think we were going to be here this week. Point five. <laughs> Point five. <laughs> we didn't think we were going to do anything, but look at us. We're here. We wanted to bring you guys some extra content because yeah. we've been giving you a lot of quickie episodes lately. So we thought we'd give you another quickie episode. <laughs> <laughs> it was this or nothing, you guys. This or nothing. We've been busy gals. Yeah, it's the Thanksgiving week just happened. Sally, how was your Thanksgiving? My Thanksgiving was lovely. My Both of my brothers came into town and my as well as my sister-in-law, Tasha. Hi, Tasha. She listens. Hi, Tasha. Um, and my my nephew, Owen, who like turned into a man overnight. You know, how old been, is he? He's 12. And so it's, you know, I mean, the last, I haven't seen him in two years. They live in Seattle. And so he is like a grown man now. Not a grown man, but he's just like, he's tall. He's like, you know, he's quiet. He's cool. Uh, I think I desperately text you like, what are 12-year-olds like? <laughs> and you were like, I don't I was know. like, video games? <laughs> I was like, I know, but I don't have any video games. <laughs> uh, yeah. But yeah, so that was awesome. And then the weekend before Thanksgiving, I went to uh, St. Louis with my friends. That's awesome. Yeah, it was great. It was like a really awesome weekend, but it made me laugh because we were, so we decided we were like, we're going to go for like, we're going to go a night out. Like we're going to go to a fancy dinner and then maybe we'll go dancing. And so I was like, everybody bring home your Home by 9.30? Yeah, home by 9.30, yes. I was like, <laughs> everybody bring your like your hot tops and like let's let's get dressed <laughs> up. And so we go, like everybody goes to like pull out like what did you bring? And so I bought like some faux leather leggings. You know what I'm talking Sally. about? Those like hot bottoms. I had hot bottoms. <laughs> and then uh, my top was like a turtleneck. And <laughs> they were like Sally. <laughs> <laughs> and then Erin uh, brings like she has like a really cute tank top. And then we're like, it's cold outside. What are you going to do? And she's like, well, I brought a shawl. <laughs> to go over it. We were like, get out of here with your shawl. And then Grace brings like a t-shirt and she's like, yeah, but it's kind of (laughs) see-through. And so we all realize we're like, we no longer know. Just can't do it. What a hot top is. Like, what do people wear when they go out? Like, not dress up like going to, not, not a dress, right? Like, not going to like a wedding or like dressing up for work. But like, what do you wear to like go out dancing? You know, just the other night, I went with Dustin to his husband's um, uh, opening night of his musical, and Dustin and I were like, we're going to get dressed up, like real housewives dressed up, like wear your Uh best. (laughs) And I did. I wore a dress that I've like never worn before because it's too fancy. I did the whole shebang. I put on – I even tried to put on fake lashes. I can't do it. Yeah. I, uh, but I, I, you know, got totally dolled up and then I go to Justin's house and he was wearing jeans. <gasps> jeans! Justin! How dare Justin. you? <laughs> was he like, these you are my fanciest jeans? <laughs> and, uh, he, no, he goes, I tried to put on dress pants, but I was uncomfortable. So I put jeans on and I was like, you know, 
uncomfortable. You're like, I, I have on heels. Spanks. But I actually, I never wear Spanx. I hate Me Spanx. neither. I do I too. Hate them. Um, sorry, Spanx, but they're just yeah. really uncomfortable. But I, I ended up, it was so cold outside that I just wore a coat the entire night. I never took my coat off. So like, what was the whole point of wearing the fancy dress? Nobody got to see your hot top. No. I mean, no. <laughs> Who needs to? Who, Who needs, needs to see my hot top? That's true. The funny thing was, okay, so I had these shiny pants on, right? Uh-huh. Uh, which I was like, I mean, they actually were very comfortable because they're like wearing yoga pants, they just are shiny, right? Wow. Um, and, but of course, I'm like, I, this is so, like, you've seen how I dress. It is not, it was very out of character for me. Um, but we went to this, it was like a full moon kind of ceremony before that for a, a friend of my friend Grace's does. Um, it was very cool. And, but there was like a campfire. So we went to that like right before we go out to our hot thing. So we're all like makeuped up. <laughs> Like everybody else, and I'm like, and the campfire is like shining on my hot, my hot pants, right? Like I just look so out of like. Did they melt? They, I, they, I mean, they were like ten dollars, so I'm oh. sure if I got too close to it, it would have. <laughs> I mean, I would have like, yeah, I would have been a woman on fire, but yeah, it was just really sad to be like, we no longer know what hot stuff is. Well, <laughs> what do we do? You better wear those pants next time I see you because I, re- I, I want you to wear those pants with your uh-huh. leather jacket that you've been wearing lately. Oh, Sally man. wears a leather jacket now, you guys, and nobody can pull it off like that. <laughs> I had to get nobody rid of that leather can. jacket. Why? Get- because it turns out that leather jacket was like – I brought it to wear with my, my pleather pants and it just – the lining was like falling out. I mean that was also like a very cheap – pleather jacket and I had like stapled <laughs> some parts together because the lining was coming out and I just I had to let go of it but you know let thank you for saying lesson. that I I pull it off yeah let that be a <laughs> lesson for all of us you know when we're looking at a beautiful lady in a cool leather jacket and we're like man I can never pull off that leather jacket you never know it might be stapled together on the inside. <laughs> it was stapled together on the inside. Erin <laughs> borrowed it because she had her shawl, right? So she couldn't wear just her shawl. <laughs> she was like, and the shawl it came up to like her elbows. So she <laughs> was cold out. So I was like, you can just wear this leather jacket. I have another, I have another coat. And she like puts it on and she's like, ow are there staples in here? And I was like, oh, man. (laughs) We're all just stapled together on the inside. We're all just hanging together. We really got it together. We're all paper clipped and stapled and masking tape together on the inside. (laughs) Oh, man. How was your Thanksgiving? Oh, um, my Thanksgiving was great, actually. It was so – it was the first Thanksgiving – since our conscious uncoupling, you guys know we're going through <laughs> divorce, but it's amicable. And yes. we, um, you know, it, so we went to both families' houses and, yeah. you know, um, yeah, like it was, you, we, we did both Thanksgivings and it was perfectly seamless and fine and not awkward. And every, it, there was just, you know, you guys, divorce, just do it. <laughs> You guys, it is you so just, easy. You know, like I'm, even if you get along with your spouse, like there's got to be <laughs> some arguments, like, you know, some things you don't see eye to eye on, little annoyances. If you just get a divorce. 
It is fine. (laughs) (laughs) Why did we wait? It is amazing. I'm joking, but honestly, like it's not. I I feel very. um, What's the word I'm looking for? Reassured that everything's going to be just fine, and we're all going to be okay, and everybody's going to move on, and we're um, yeah, and the world's not coming to an end, and it's great. It is amazing. Like I mean, all of the right because I'm sure what held you back for a long time of whatever is that of so many things, right? Is the fear of like what is going to be the worst of this, right? Like how are my Mm -hmm. kids going to react? How is this going to affect them? How is my going to feel? How is Zach going to feel? Right? All of these things. How are families going to react? Are they going to hate us? Right? And, like, look at how it's turned out. I mean, you guys also have put so much work into it to make it like this. It's not like it just happened on its own. You've been very intentional. But, like, mm-hmm. yeah, it is It is kind of amazing. I think that is, you know, it's like you always think the worst is going to happen. And Yes. I feel just, very lucky. I feel very lucky because thankful, if you will. Thankful. Ah, <laughs> it's the time of year for that. Um, <laughs> Filled with gratitude. No, I because I do. I have seen many situations where it wasn't this, yeah, uh, easy right. for the couples, and that the, and they couldn't be in the same room together, and they couldn't do family stuff together. So, yeah, I'm very grateful for the position that we're in. Yeah, and um, you have worked hard to make it happen. So, yeah, you know, amazing. All right, well, now let's get into our quickies. Okay. I'll start this week. My quickie came from an article for uh, Mirror UK uh, written by Amy Reese and Ryan Fahey. And it is about a couple who Britain has dubbed the unluckiest newlyweds ever. Okay. Um, yeah. So, I mean, it's it's pretty wild what these people have been through. Okay. So, Amelia Desmond um, and Jim Desmond, um, Amelia's 41 and Jim is 40, got engaged in 2017. Um, they actually have a nine year old daughter together and they have five kids together, other children um, from previous relationships. Oh, gotcha. So, that is a big family. Wait, um, so seven kids? Um, so I guess that's six kids. Okay. <laughs> oh, no. Yes. <laughs> Sorry. Sally. It's <laughs> just like a math, a math error. <laughs> <laughs> um, but they were supposed to get married, you know, but COVID, of course, set back the wedding three different times. They had to keep postponing the wedding. So when they finally came to their actual wedding date after having postponed it three times, they ordered their rings from Amazon. Uh-huh. They were like nine, um, 900 pound rings from an online seller on Amazon and they had it shipped to them, but it looked like a neighbor had signed for the package and then never gave it to them. So Ooh, they were- dirty yeah. So they weren't able to trace their rings and they ended up having to like emergency order more rings to be delivered like the next day, just in time for the wedding. And it was delivered a day before their wedding. So luckily they got their rings in time. But then on the wedding day, Jim had ordered a limousine to take him and his eight groomsmen to the church and the the, um, limo never showed up. Oh, geez. I know. (laughs) Oh, no. This is just off topic but well it is on topic what am I talking (laughs) everything's on topic everything's on the table (laughs) um, but I feel like right now during COVID time maybe it's because I'm a property manager and I deal with contractors daily yeah I feel like nobody's doing their job anymore 
No, like, I mean, there's nobody's like nobody's showing up. Nobody's, no, they don't yeah. have to. There's such a shortage of like labor and anything that people are just like, if I don't want to do it, I'm not going to do it. I'll get another job. Yeah, it's crazy. So and frustrating. So um, I'm sure he was very frustrated on his wedding day when his limo didn't show up. Um, so then they ended up having to just order a bunch of taxis to come get everybody. And they showed up to the wedding an hour late. 130 guests sat there and waited an hour for them to get there. It doesn't sound like a long time to wait in uh, 50 minutes to an hour for a wedding. But it, when you're just sitting there in those seats at the church for a whole hour, yes. it's like an eternity. It is. And, and it's also like – what's going on? Like everybody's starting to be like, uh. Yeah. <laughs> Why? Where is everybody? Like what is happening? Yeah. I know. And the poor bride. Yeah. It's just so- like, yeah. Can you imagine just being like, right, yeah, right. The, you know, or like it seems like something that somebody would come up with as an excuse of yeah. like someone with cold feet. Yeah. Right. Oh, uh, the limo didn't show up. But um, and then the poor bride uh, gets even poorer when later after. So they had the wedding and then um, after the wedding, they checked into their honeymoon suite when Jim decided to like scoop Amelia up to like take her onto the bed. He ended up his feet got caught under her gown. (laughs) No, (laughs) I'm sorry. And he stumbled and he dropped her right into the oak bed frame. No. Yeah. Like really hard. And so apparently she thought that she had just had the wind knocked out of her. But then in the middle of the night, she woke up in agony and was screaming. Because And then they rushed her to the hospital because she had broken three ribs. Oh, my God. Isn't that horrible? Oh, no. I know. And then so, oh, my God, I can't imagine like how bad he must have felt. So then they ended up going after – she healed, I guess. They ended up going on a honeymoon to Ibiza and they ended up missing two of their flights to get them to Ibiza. And when they were there, they lost their wallets and their passports. And then when they got home, they had to, they realized that they didn't have their car keys and the house keys. Oh my God. So then they had to call a locksmith to let him into their house. And so she said that despite like all of these, um, setbacks you know the, she said that the only time that she really broke down uh, Amelia said that the only time that she really broke down and started crying was when they got home and she didn't real she realized that they didn't have their keys um oh, and man. so and I could totally see that being the moment that you just lose it because you're like you just want to get home Ben and I when we were on our way back from so we went on a on a honeymoon um we went out to like we went for like three weeks so we went out to california we were gonna backpack this um the john muir trail we ended up doing it only for a week because i had a mental breakdown because <laughs> i was oh, so yeah. tired but yeah so anyway so we were gone and it was a great it was a great honeymoon. It ended up being great we had a fun time we spent time at a winery um so we're on our way back and i was like starting my brand new job like two days after we got back or maybe maybe even the next day. Maybe I'm sure we were like dumb and planned it like, well, we'll get back on Sunday and I'll start my brand new job on as a first time lawyer on Monday. Um, so we get back, get to the airport and then and our luggage is lost. And I realize I had put our car keys in the luggage that was lost. 
Oh no. Yeah. So we thought, I thought I put it in my carry on, but we had, I hadn't. And so we're like, oh my God, we have like no way to get into our house or get into our car. So what did you do? So we ended up, um, we ended up like renting a car because we were at the Cincinnati airport. We ended up renting a car. Our luggage, it turns out, went to Paris. (laughs) Somehow got mixed up, went to Paris. At least something went to Paris. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Jen's still sad. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then, um, and then we ended up breaking into our house <laughs> like we found a way to like break into our house and oh wow and then ben had to go like the next day we had an extra set of keys return the i can't remember if we he like the luggage came or if he just like returned the rental car and this of course is a time where like we had no money and we had just like we had just bought a house we just gone had a wedding gone on like a you know a honeymoon on money we didn't have to spend so just renting a car was like oh no, (laughs) like I don't even know if our credit card can handle it. It was just so devastating. Yeah. (laughs) So devastating. So I feel for this couple. Yeah, me too. So Amelia told the mirror, you know, everything was planned, but everything that could possibly go wrong did. And it was incredibly stressful at times. Oh, you think? Uh, but she <laughs> That's said, an understatement. But, yeah, she said, but after it had been postponed so many times, they were determined to enjoy their wedding and their honeymoon, even though they had all of the mishaps. She said, I think after the doom and gloom of COVID-19, we were just thrilled to be able to see our friends all together and celebrate, followed by a week of sunbathing. All the disasters were worth it. I got to marry my soulmate and the man of my dreams. Oh. So that's nice. That is nice. Well, I hope that they – I hope that it's one of those things where they say like the worst the wedding, the better the marriage. So yeah. I hope that they had a laughably rough wedding and honeymoon. So I hope that they have many, many happy years. I would think if them. you have five kids, you probably know how to like roll with the punches. Six right? kids, Sally. <laughs> Six kids. <laughs> <laughs> I think if you have like 14 kids, you probably <laughs> – Listen, we have 28 kids together. It's really stressful. I mean, I'm right on like one – I'm one on either side, you know? Right. When you have give or take three to six children at any given time. It can be hard. You yeah. you know how to you know how to deal with things. Uh, yeah, I remember someone told us at our wedding because it like – we were supposed to have an outdoor wedding and it was like pouring, you know, and freezing. Like it was like June and it was 50 degrees, right? And pouring outside. And someone told me that it's like, they're like, you know, it's good luck if it rains on your wedding day because like uh, a knot that's tied that's wet is like harder to undo. And I was like, oh. And I'm like, I know that's just a thing people probably say to make brides feel better, but it did. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it was no big deal. We had our wedding inside. <laughs> and a great marriage. And a great marriage. Are not, we, I've been trying to undo that knot. It's so hard. <laughs> Jen has been telling me. We tried. Just get, get divorced. A divorce. <laughs> <laughs> divorce is for everyone. <laughs> like your friends have kids and they're all like, you should have a kid. <laughs> like oh, they yeah, all just yeah. want you to do it too. Like you should also do this. <laughs> Let's all have kids. <laughs> No, I'm not telling my friends. No, I know you're not. But uh, I do enjoy it. I do enjoy it. (laughs) 
I do enjoy a good divorce. I, I, I gotta say, I uh, enjoy, enjoy a good divorce story. Let's just. Uh, oh, I love that story, and good luck to you, couples. Yeah, good luck, um, Jim and Amelia. Jim and Amelia. All right. Well, mine's different. Mine's a, about a guy who loves donuts. <laughs> that's that's the love part of nice. mine. Um, okay, so this guy, Bradley. Partisan. In 2014, he won a donut eating contest. Um, it was actually at the Elizabeth City Police Department National Night Out Against Crime oh, event. Come on. <laughs> he devoured. Don't be that cop. Oh no, no, no. This is a guy. This is a guy. Oh, he's okay. Not a, but he's it not was a poli- at a police. Okay. At a police like, event. It was like it was stereotype <laughs> so he ate he won he ate gla- eight glazed donuts in two minutes and one of the police officers and firefighters who were also in the contest were like i did congratulate him good for him he can eat a lot of donuts good for him and i'm like that sounds pretty uh sarcastic but so anyway he was written up in the newspaper and once his name was in the newspaper they realized that Oh, this is a guy who has been we have been looking for for months on on like charges of robbery. Oh my god! Yes, yeah, so they ended up finding him. He was at his mom's house, of course. Of course um, he was at his mom's house. Yeah, so he he got a jail sentence of three years. He ended up serving like two years and then was out. Well, then just a year after that, he was arrested again for felony breaking and entering, felony safe cracking, and felony larcening of a Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so, you know, he loves him some donuts. He obviously does. He's weak for donuts. <laughs> He's weak for donuts. Wow. Yeah. That's amazing. Jen, so. I do have something sweet to end us on. You always do. <laughs> um, so, okay. So I have you heard the story about the teenager who the, like, grandma sent him a text? Yes. Yeah. So, like, this woman sent a text, like, saying, like, hey, grandson, when are you coming over for Thanksgiving dinner? And the kid who's, like, his name is Jamal Hinton, he texted back and was like, haha, I'm not your grandson. And she was like, nope, this is your number. Prove it. And so then he was like, if you're my granny, send a picture. She sent a picture of himself. And then, and she's this white woman. And then he sends a picture of himself and he's like a young black man. It's not her grandson. And he right. kind of jokes and he was like, but can I still get a plate though? And, uh, <laughs> and she says, of course, come over. It's like, what, what grandmas do? We feed everyone. And then, so they started like texting back and forth and he ended up going this 17-year-old boy who's, like, just so, so sweet, awesome. like, ended up going to her home. Um, and apparently she – her husband was a veteran and she always had, like, all of his friends over. So it was, like, a big, like, friends and family kind of holiday. And so – and he had, like, posted this exchange between the two of them. He was like, I guess, you know, as, like, a joke on, like, Instagram and it went viral. And so then, you know, people were all excited when he actually did go – that year. So this was six yeah. years ago. And it turns out every year since then, he has been going to Thanksgiving at this woman's house. Her name is Wanda Dench. And so I love and it, that. 
Yeah. And for a while it was Jamal, Wanda, Wanda's husband. And then the second year, his girlfriend Michaela started coming. So every year he'll like post, here we are, year, year, uh, you know, year two, year three, whatever. And then last year, sadly, Lonnie, who was Wanda's husband, died in April of, of COVID. But they still did ended up doing Thanksgiving together. They're like, it's, you know, this is different, a little sadder, but we're still together. And they have this like beautiful picture of them holding like with them holding up a picture of Lonnie. Aww. And it turns out they started going out doing things together outside of just Thanksgiving like they've gone to like pumpkin patches and done some other things and now they're like family and so then this year he tweeted we're all set and showed a text message from who in his phone he has his grandma Wanda isn't that so cute (laughs) and grandma Wanda wrote it would bring me great joy if you Michaela and your family would come to my house on Thanksgiving day to share good food and great conversation your friend always Wanda And then he's like, yes, we'd love to. What time are you thinking? You know, and then just like, it's just so sweet. So, and then he posted pictures of them from this year. So I just, I love that tradition. I love that like they both have said like, it just makes you realize there are good people out there. We're so blessed to have, you never know who you're going to meet and who you're going to click with. And they just said they instantly felt this like connection and we're just like so blessed to have each other in their lives. Nice. That's so awesome. I love that story. I did yeah. see I did see a picture the other day of, yeah, I think it was of him saying year six. And I was like, oh, I love that they're still doing that. Yeah. And it's yeah. I, I also love it because they're not doing it for the social media. They are posting about it on social media, but it that's they only like he only posts it once a year, you know? So it's not like yeah. they're like writing off this all year long. Like they have genuinely have a connection. And of course, everyone loves it. You know, like it's just so it feel it's like such a feel good story. So anyway, there's your Thanksgiving feel good love story. Thank you, Sally. You're welcome, you always Jen. Deliver. <laughs> I deliver the love. All right, should we do something dumb and something we love? Sure. You know what? For the sake of Thanksgiving and being grateful and um. For everything, I don't even want to do something dumb. I just yes. want to say, you know, I had a great week with family back in my house full time, which mm-hmm. just congratulations. Feels Have you guys noticed there's no construction noise outside? How quiet! It um, is. It's so quiet. <laughs> so quiet. Things are looking up, and I uh, feel like it was. I'm, I, I really hope I don't jinx myself. I'm not even going to say it. Don't even say it. Say it's been a rough few years and it just really feels nice to feel like I'm finally getting on out to the other side of it. And um, for that, I'm grateful. Yeah. That's awesome. And uh, what about you? I'm thankful for that too. I am. I'm thankful for the same things. I'm thankful for my family that came to visit. My one brother drove up from Orlando. My other brother and his family flew from Seattle to like spend the holiday with us. And that, you know, that's it's hard to travel on the holidays. And I really am just so grateful they came. It's been so yeah. nice. And not to bring it down, but my mom died two years ago on Thanksgiving. Oh, that's and, um, and I was talking to my brother Damien and I was like, you know, does, do you feel like, does it, this have like a sad 
tinge to it because of that. And he was like, actually, I think since we've kind of, you know, having all of us together, this is like the thing that would have made her the happiest. And he's like, it actually has turned this like sad day into something that's actually really nice. And I agree. Like it really didn't feel sad. Like it felt more like a celebration. And I know that that it's like the thing that made her the happiest was having us all together and having us have a good relationship. And um, so it's been really nice to have them. And also I'll say I'm grateful for our listeners, and I'm thankful for you, Jen. I'm thankful for you and yeah. also our listeners. I really am. I'm not I am. just saying that because you said it. I <laughs> nope, really, I said really it am. first. Nope. nope, I said it first, uh, so I mean it the most. <laughs> I said it last, so people will remember it. Uh, you guys, we love you so much. Um, I hope you had a wonderful holiday. I hope you're having a good recovery week. And, you know, get in touch with us. We love to hear from you. You know how to find us. It's... Uh, dumblovepod at gmail.com or you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, all at dumblovepodcast. Send us a message, uh, rate and review. And, uh, you know, you know, when you're doing your holiday things, how about you tell your friends and family about Dumb Love? We would love yeah, that. We really would. We hope you guys all had a great Thanksgiving and um, wish you all the happy holidays to come. We'll be back next week and um, make sure you get out there and do something dumb for love. Dum da dum 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 da dum da dum da dum